Hey everybody, welcome back to episode 44 of the Base Life Podcast. In this episode, I get to sit down with uh, my good friend, Mark Lambert. Mark is a Twin Falls local base jumper, a doctor of physical therapy, and an all-around amazing dude. I hope you enjoy listening to this podcast as much as I did recording it and editing it because I just enjoyed it that much. And I look forward to hanging out with Mark again and doing another. And uh, let me know what you think. Three, two, one, see ya. You're listening to the Peace Life Podcast with your hosts, Randy and Brian. Yeah, so welcome to the podcast, Mark. Thanks for having me, Randy. Yeah, Mark Lambert, <clears throat> a.k.a. Marco Poco. That's the nickname I got. Yeah, Twin Falls local. How long have you lived in Twin now? Uh, like 10 years. 10? Ten? 10 years. Okay, so you were relatively new there when I first started going mm-hmm. there, because I, I jumped nine years, 2010 is when I went there the first time. Yeah, and that was, so that's when I started as well. Very cool. The spring of 2010. Okay. Yeah, July. We're we're coming up right on, basically. I think it was July 31st I did my first jumps there. Was, I think it was July 31st. Uh, whatever. It doesn't matter. <laughs> Around then. Yeah. So thanks for uh, thanks for you know being on this thing, you know, talking to us, helping me knock the dust off. You're welcome. <laughs> yeah, so um, you were around for my very first base jumps. Like the like I turned up at the bridge with a rig and Nicole and kinda knew Jamie through a mutual friend and then uh yeah, you guys popped it or I met you because of Jamie. Mm-hmm. And then uh, I don't think Jamie knew that I had never actually base jumped when on those very like the very first ones. But uh you remember any of that? Or is that even Yeah, I I'm not sure if he knew or not. I mean, I knew you were green. Like, it's probably pretty obvious. First, yeah. yeah. What's a tailgate? Yeah, right? I didn't even know what it... I remember you were sitting in the chair. We were at the... Uh, the Shiloh? The Shiloh in the uh, conference room packing and uh, uh, flipping through my copy of... Like, brand new copy of the uh, the Great Book of Bass and, like, you know, looking at the pictures and stuff. And uh, Jamie's like, hey, Randy, did you put your tailgate on? And I'm right next to Ann Hellowell, and I go, what's a tailgate? <laughs> uh, and Ann invented the tailgate, mm-hmm. uh, so that was that was an awkward moment. I knew it. He just looks at me and goes, hey, Ann, what, what's a tailgate? And I, at that moment, I was like, mm, you, you've made a mistake. <laughs> but, yeah, learning, now you know. learning occurred. Yeah, you guys babysat us for three or four days, mm-hmm. and then... We all need a little babysitting right? once Every now and then it doesn't hurt. Especially know? me. <laughs> yeah, no one's exempt. I mean, it's one of those things. But, yeah, so you guys you guys came out for a quick trip. Quick little visit to the valley. Very cool. Yeah. I didn't bring a rig. No, I, I actually messaged a buddy today. I was like, hey, you still got my rig? Like, just in case. <laughs> just in case you decide. Right. Still up in the air. Right. Yeah, don't make that decision sober. I mean... (laughs) Right. Yeah. 
Yeah, so we we spent all evening drinking and chatting about and catching up, and the whole time I was like, oh, we should be saving this for the recording, because <laughs> but at the same time, like I love natural, just conversations with mm-hmm. fun people, and so it, I didn't want to tarnish it by putting the mics on. Plus, I mean, it was late. Where were we gonna do it? Um, but now here we are, after a nice you night. Made some of, good notes last night, right? Yeah. So when I'm trying to figure out how to what, what direction we want to go immediately, but um, when when you got into how did you get into bass? Who tell tell me a little bit about that? Uh, so I went to Twin Falls in like what the summer of 2007 on a physical therapy internship. Okay. Um, and I had been in like skydiver, like sub 100 jumps, and met this guy Abby Michelle. He was running a drop zone. I met Abby on that tri- first trip. Just just north of Twin Falls in this little t- town called Jerome. So I went up there thinking, oh, yeah, I'm, I might learn to base jump on, during the summer. And met him like the first, first week I was there. So learned really quickly, like, okay, I need to devote, I'm going to need to devote more time and effort into base jump because I'll, I'll need to wait, get more skydives. And so, when I graduated physical therapy school in 2009, I got a job up in Twin, right out of school, and then moved right up there, and then, so continued to skydive, and then that April 2010 is when I started jumping. Very cool. And lucked out, because the company I worked for actually bought my canopy with their logo, and they put their logo on it, which was kind of a sick Thing to happen right especially right <laughs> out the gate too, right yeah. yeah i was like holy crap like that's pretty awesome yeah no i actually remember someone saying something about how you already have a logo canopy and so in, in my you know uh impressionable brain i'm like oh so that's like a that's a level you get to when someone you know puts their logo on your shit you know like because yeah. I, I, you know, I, I was learning as as i went right basically so like, just kind of oh. lucked out and yeah, I mean, I'm not hating. I mean, if you if you've got mm, <laughs> the couch is falling apart. <laughs> we are in the packing room at the Horner because the the upstairs bar has a darts game going on right now or some darts match. Yeah, so. they were kind of unfriendly. When yeah, we I didn't. In there. I didn't even go up. I because I always I check in at the bar and be like, hey, can I record? You know, I always feel weird asking, but they uh, they have some new staff that don't sort of understand or know like the the relationship I have with with Charlie and the Horner so it's it's kind of like I have to be nice and and I thought she was saying no because like she doesn't know me and she's like no there's actually a dart know me I feel weird even saying that but like uh, you know what I mean like mm-hmm. there's she's like no there's a dart match going on upstairs I'm like oh all right go on. never mind we'll just use the packing room yeah. Which it, it is fun when people are packing in here while we're talking because like you can usually hear like the chest strap clink or something like little little notes that you know mm-hmm. are like uh, oh yeah it's I mean those are bass noises you know so a it's velcro right yeah a little bit of that but uh, fuck what was the same before I knocked the we're getting into yeah you so so I got into bass so did did you go through an FJC or like uh, was it more of a mentorship program more or? of a mentorship with Abby. Mm-hmm. So okay. just kind of went that route, and because he taught first jump courses, but 
didn't really do the full like normal normal step and then like living at the bridge and just being able to like stay there and Session. jump and just I mean before work at lunch like after work that's awesome it was just great to be able to just jump 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 and spend uh, time in the canyon hiking it's good exercise climbing up yeah yeah snake river canyon they do you see snakes down there often yeah i caught yeah. one the other day so i've only seen one in all the trips there and and living in hawaii we don't have snakes and at the time you know i was living in hawaii and uh i saw it and it didn't register at first like you should be afraid of that. Like, like the fear read, it didn't register like that because I was, my brain was processing. Like, yeah, that's a, a thing. Mm-hmm. You, uh, don't, don't mind us, bro. Like, just do pack your, do your thing. Yeah. But uh, yeah, that was, that's funny. Snake River. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of firsts there. <laughs> Lots of people's firsts. Right. Yeah, it's like standard American, like the place you go. I, I was explaining that to some European friends that. You know, Twin is, in my opinion, like the Lauterbrunnen equivalent because it's Lauterbrunnen's open year round. You know, you can, as long as you're within a few, you know, mind some certain, uh, I don't like to use the word rules, but some right. guidelines, right. then it's fine. Everything's fine. So, yeah. But slider down, heaven. Yeah. Slider off. Slider off, yeah. yeah. I like slider off. Yeah, I still don't. I don't have one of those breakaway sliders, but I don't go back and forth enough for it to matter. Right. You know, but but I can. I mean, if I needed to, I could just leave one rig, you know, slider off and one slider up. But mm. it works either way. Yeah, over here it's we mountain skydive mostly. So. Yeah. 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 So tell me a little bit about uh, your your other life. Your you know, the people that gave you that logo and what you're doing, you mentioned that you found Twin uh, through an internship. Mm-hmm. So just being a physical therapist and working with patients and getting them, getting them back, being more functional, helping them move better. So you're a doctor of physical therapy, right? Correct. Very cool. Yeah. Sorry if you don't want me throwing your, your <laughs> resume out there. Yes. I think it's cool, like... I know so many people. Yes. Can you address me as Doctor Lambert? <laughs> Doctor Lambert, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. So you. Uh, so yeah. Tell me about like healing people or like what. What are some of the common injuries you see? You know, in twin. Uh, well, the the kind of the setting I work at is kind of orthopedic, a little sports medicine. So I see a lot of shoulder, back, knees. That's kind of kind of the most of the stuff I see, like post-op shoulder, post-op knees, like total knees or ACLs or just back pain is kind of a general yeah. one we see a lot of. Can can you tell if a surgeon's any good by how one of your patients recovers? I would say, yeah. You can kind of get a feel for, like, how well they how well they do after their surgery, like if they're having a ton of pain that type of thing. Yeah. I, I was told to talk to physical therapists about surgeons because they, I mean, I've had a few surgeries. So right. so, <laughs> but, but at the same yeah. time, it's all kind of relative. It's all kind of patient dependent because, you know, you got some people that like, they may have surgery. They think it's just going to be a quick fix and that's all they have to do. And then they don't really do the, the work afterwards. Mm-hmm. Cause that's, you know, 
takes work after your surgery yeah. or after an injury to get back. That's not just taking a pill. Right. And I, f- I find that in, in the States, uh, going straight to the, uh, like, uh, what's the prescription as an answer is, is, pr- is pretty common in a lot of yeah. places. Yeah. Whereas, like, the body can do things for right. Or they just want surgery right away. Like, mm. But ideally... It's just the first answer, surgery. do, like, conservative treatment. Yeah, if that doesn't work, then okay. Mm-hmm. Go to the next step. But in my mind, it's better to try the conservative route mm-hmm. if it's warranted. Yeah. Let teach the, help the body mm-hmm. work. Because some things, oh, yeah, it. like, you need surgery right away. Yeah. Yeah, like a shattered ankle or something like right. that. Right. Mm. Or if you're a high-level <laughs> athlete and you tear your ACL, it's like, yeah, you'll want that repair. Yeah, you're going to need that later in yeah. life. But some people are copers. They can kind of tear their ACL and kind of get by if they rehab, just rehab. Yeah. I guess, the, would you consider it, say it, it depends a lot on your lifestyle as well and, like, the kind of Definitely. activities you do? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I find that uh, taking the slow route when it comes to the body is usually the right you know, yeah. The right method. Yeah, and being healthy and fit goes a long way. Mm-hmm. Like you can tell, like people that are really active and fit were strong before an injury; they recover a lot quicker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We were talking about this last night, but uh, a Navy SEAL buddy of mine had a uh, got his knee scoped for a meniscus uh, tear within days of tease, but because of I don't know if it's a mentality thing and just his access to like 10 different physical therapists and like massage therapists and all the things that he has access. Like watching their recoveries was, it was like, you know, NASCAR versus go-karts, like in, as far as speed's concerned, you know, but, um, but they were also getting him ready to get back into doing Navy SEAL things. So that's a lot of money. Got to get a good return. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Maybe. Makes sense. I guess. (laughs) America. <laughs> yeah. Awkward pause. <laughs> it's like beer time. Right. And this uh, part of the podcast is sponsored you by Felt's You make a lot of those with me. Right? No. <laughs> no, it's, uh, I can always cut that and, and make it shorter. But make me sound good. Right. Yeah, so it's it's neat. Like uh, when when you you hit me up uh, was it like Monday? I don't even think I was in. I think I was still back in the states. Uh, I got so excited and like it's right now. It's hard for me, a little harder to come down, um, just because I know I'm not jumping, and I'm so tired of that drive. That it's like, uh, and I was pretty sure the weather wasn't going to be great. Not that that matters for me, really. You know, I'm not jumping. Sorry, I keep saying, but. Uh, I got really excited uh, when when I knew you were coming, and it became like uh, fighting all of the little things that that will sort of deter me from coming down, like a uh, rough day at work, or uh, we went to a concert on Wednesday, I saw Pink, so naturally I had a little bit to drink, and so you know I was having a little bit of a you know the the second half of the week was a little rough, which would make me want to just chill in Stuttgart. But I'm like, no. I haven't seen... When was, when was the last time we saw each other? Uh, well, last year. Vegas. Vegas, but yeah, But very yeah. shortly. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. there's so many people. Much, yeah. Oh, my gosh. That's the thing. When you go to those things, it's like... 
you may not you may see somebody but you, right. you don't spend any time with them but we actually got to have dinner and, and hang out in like kl it was yeah. like 15 though 2015 yeah it feels like yesterday but it was like four four and change mm-hmm. so yeah it's a yeah so so I, I had to come down and then you know you you agreed to be on the show so it's like sweet <laughs> it's like yeah, that was a little bit of a challenge. Mm-hmm. We kind of talked about that last night. This, yeah. You know, I, I might have said no, but like, because it's uncomfortable for mm-hmm. me. But, you know, wanting to kind of, how do I, uh, just get out of your grow, comfort zone. Get out of your comfort zone. When you're out of your comfort zone, you kind of, that's when you grow. It, you, you mentioned a show that, that kind of maybe inspired that. Right. My, my stepdaughter, Savannah, she uh, started. She found this channel on YouTube called I think, Yes Theory. It's about these guys that kind of just go around saying yes to everything. And they kind of, one of their mottos type thing is seek discomfort. They have like logo shirts all seek discomfort. It's kind of their thing. So it's kind of like, yeah, you grow when you're outside your comfort zone. Yeah. And you never know what may happen if you say yes. It's a good point. Who knows? I mean, but if you say no, then uh, you'll also never know. Uh-huh. Uh, I heard a, a funny quote, an Instagram quote this morning that said, "I'm, I'm stuck somewhere between you only live once and I need to save money." <laughs> and it's like, ah, that's that's totally my life. It's like, ah, go for it. You never know. But at the same time, I'm like, oh, <laughs> like, yeah, so. that makes sense. That's very cool. Yeah, I think that's something you see. You know, when you if you're from a small town, maybe, and stay in a small town, and that's your world, you know, there, there's so much out there that you don't even know about. You know? So yeah. I think you could apply that to uh, sort of what you're talking about, you know, getting out of your comfort zone and mm-hmm. seeing. Get out there. Yeah, travel, see the world. Right. Yeah, and you guys are doing a lot of that, like, um, even just exposing, you know, Savannah to some cool stuff. Like, uh-huh. It's pretty cool. Yeah, we're, We've taken her on trips to like Costa Rica. We went to Venice earlier in the year, and so she's getting she's getting her travel on. That's awesome. Yeah, I, I, Mark Twain has a quote about uh, travel and how like, that's that's how you. I'll screw it up. Maybe I'll put it in the show notes along with that link to the, uh, um, the getting out of your comfort zone. Yeah, the yes the, theory. The yes theory. I'll have a link for that too. Even just by vocalizing that, when I listen to this recording later, I'm like, oh, I'll find that link, you know, while I'm <laughs> while I'm editing. So that's, uh, but yeah, I'm looking forward to watching it. I'm 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 uh, always looking for new shows, like uh, for that one or two hours in the evening where I can just flip, you know, flip the brain off. But yeah, what else are you watching? What are you, what are you doing when you're not jumping or healing people? <sighs> Riding my one wheel. Yeah. <laughs> Recently. Yeah. Tell, tell me about this one. Who got you into the one wheel? Ah, uh, uh, this guy Jimmy. 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 Hmm. Which, which Jimmy? Could that? <laughs> Never heard Jimmy of him. Jimmy no. Love you, I Jimmy. Think he's been here. <laughs> maybe once or twice. A few times. Maybe, maybe had a has a huge influence on the community yeah, in a positive very, way. Very big and positive. Yeah. They put on the Vegas party. Yeah. Best party. Yeah. Brightest. Just. Friendly souls. Which is this awesome electric skateboard. Yeah, but it's, it's only got like one wheel, it's right? Got one wheel in the center, and then the the motors in that wheel. And it's the one, the version I got. It goes like apparently 18 miles 
up to 20 miles per hour. Charges Ooh. on the downhill. So, so, I mean, it'll go off-road, like dirt tracks. and. But you have to charge it as well. You plug yep. it in. Mm-hmm. That's cool. And uh, have you seen any injuries from that? Or have you been injured on it yet? I have. Yeah? <laughs> Just a little bit. You know, some scrapes. One time, because I was going, I was trying to go up the grade in Twin Falls. So, in Twin Falls, there's this road that goes down to the river. And I was about halfway. I had been just gone down halfway and then was going back up. And it already rode like a couple miles. Was getting the feel for it that I was, you know, had a handle on it. So I was going uphill and I really want to go up fast hill, like keep my speed up. So I really leaned forward to go fast and it'll push back, kind of tell you to slow down. Mm. And I didn't react quick enough. So I just kind of ate pavement. Mm. How, how fast do you think you were going? It said I was going 20. <laughs> Oh. Or 19-something, but that could just been because the wheel spun out. I don't know. What'd you, what'd you hurt? Uh, I didn't hurt anything other than some scrapes. And okay. Kind of like bang my knee. That's bruised. Good. And then then just like a couple weeks ago, I've been uh, walking slash running my, my dog Riggs with it on leash. And we're going through the neighborhood, and we've been, been doing it for a couple of days. And then all of a sudden we went past this house, and there, a little dog came running out. And she kind of pulled me off the, the window, oh. so I kind of got a little, uh, not just scrapes, nothing major. Knock on wood, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I I uh, I ate it in 2014 on a longboard and broke my left arm. Thankfully, not my pull hand. So like I I missed one weekend of jumping because uh, I wanted to you know, give it a little bit of time. They put me in a full cast, uh, not over the elbow though. So it was just, just the lower half I broke something over outside of my, not, not the radial and ulnar, but one of these little, like the Style somewhere in here, I don't know, something small, but I, I gave it one weekend off just to like, mm, see how it feels. The following sometime that week I went and jumped a bridge just to make sure everything was was gonna work. Functional. I, yeah, I filed the uh, cast down a little so I could get my my thumb to touch my pinky, so I knew I had enough dexterity to to uh, you know hold toggles. <laughs> and uh, the following the, the next weekend, we were back here in Twin, and I put put a GoPro mount like I suctioned uh, or uh, with the M3 tape or whatever, like just put it on my arm, so I had like. You know, built-in wrist cam, you know, handy cam. Cast cam. Yeah, cast cam. There you go. <laughs> Should market that, you know. But, uh, yeah, I had a cast cam. And, uh, yeah, I only missed what in my track suit was why I had to keep it, like, the Velcro all the way undone to get my to, to get my arm through. But, yeah, so I only missed one weekend of jumping thanks to eating it on a skateboard. But, yeah, but I break bones so easy. I, I'm, yeah. I'm, like, becoming almost, like, risk averse because i know how easily i can break but see now i haven't broken a lot of bones I, the first time i broke a bone was last last year when i got an l1 compression fracture what were you doing speed flying <laughs> i love asking there's a trend with my broken friends that there's a trend with the speed wings like uh yeah but yeah. What, what were you oh, doing base is so dangerous well i mean, I mean specifically i was like doing a 270 yeah into the landing area in the canyon by the bridge and just came up a little short. Yeah. 
but walked out. I could walk out. Okay. So. And how did you go directly to the doctor after that? Like, no, I waited a day and then went and had X-rays and then got put into like Jewett brace to kind of limit any bending. Mm. I was in that for months. So given your line of work, I'd imagine you had access to decent recovery. Yeah, I kind of just did my own, which can be good or bad sometimes. Sometimes therapists can be the worst patients. Really? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I mean, just because you you kind of, you're you're close enough to the the activity, you know, the... uh, Right, you might push it a little bit more than you should. Gotcha. So it's like, oh, I'm good. But you know what to do, and you know your body. You know. Right. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I think I did pretty well. I'm yeah. functioning pretty well now. Yeah, you look good. I didn't even know. Like, but sorry. <laughs> you <know? laughs> Thank you. <It's>, uh, <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, you can tell, like, because it's funny when you see people, like, uh, over time. I don't see you very often, right? So, but I get to see. So it's. Changes are noticeable um, when there's, you know, two, three years in between this time and last time. But you look like the same dude I met, you know, in, in 2010. So, like, yeah. so you take care I of yourself. I have a little more facial hair. You too. Yeah. <laughs> oh, geez. I've been broken so many times since then. <laughs> yeah. Still can't run right now, but, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, I. So, I'm so used to the mustache, I don't remember... Maybe you didn't. I I can't remember now. Yeah. I'd have to go back on those early the Facebook. Right. Yeah, I don't. Albums. Right. Back back then I didn't have one. Hmm. It works. I dig it. Yeah. My dad's got a really good one. That's my. He's my muse for it, I guess. Do you do you put anything in it or what do you do to shape it? Yeah, you gotta like you know wax, especially if you're gonna kind of (laughs) eat. Yeah. As burly as mine is, it's. Cause I just let it grow. Nice. Yeah, I uh, I can't do I can't let the lip get long like cause, you know I do the a beard but the uh, once a week I, I trim around the lip because if it if it gets to where I can eat it and get in my mouth I'm like Mm-mm. and same with the chin like once the beard gets long enough to go in my mouth like, it's almost time to cut it right right now trim like, it down yeah because I mean waking up with like a, a massive hangover and your beard's in your mouth. <laughs> That's never fun. Like it's like, uh, get it. Yeah, sometimes I'll get yeah. you know whiskers in my in my teeth like mm-hmm. it's floss. <laughs> they don't get stuck in there. Or what about like when you drink beer and then it's just like hanging out like just yeah. like that drippy. Foam yeah, exactly. Hangs. I actually have uh, a special coffee mug for like mustaches. That really that prevents the liquid getting onto your mustache. Wait, you have to send me a link for that. I'll, <laughs> I'll, I'll add that for all the mustachioed <laughs> listeners out yes. there. All two of them, or <laughs> I don't know. I saw a Who bunch. Knows? I saw a bunch last night. Mustaches. Yeah, right. It might be the new trend. Yeah, at least for for now. Yeah, who knows? It's fun. Whatever. Sorry, ladies, if you don't like it, or dudes, whichever. It's a flavor saver. Right. <laughs> Boom, broom. Yeah. Let's talk about twin for a minute. Um. Not like. What is so? So I did a podcast uh, with Marcel, the president. Current, I think he's still the president of the SBA currently, um, on t- on Switzerland and and like what people need to know before they come here. And like I, I don't, you know, obviously like you're not a convening authority on Twin, but right. you're there and you observe things and you're one of the locals. So like I, I always look at guys like you and Jamie and Chuma. 
and, and Miles, you know, is like, you guys are there all the time. Like, I regard that as your object in, in some regard, you know, you know, and like, so, um, what are some things that, cause you guys are protectors of that. Every, every well, site. Everybody's needs, object. Right? It's everybody's object, but, but you need those site sort of people to protect or preserve sites so that they stay open for everybody else. Right. At least kind of like keep, keep, yeah. Keep people from over doing things. So what are some observations from the bridge or like things that, uh, that you recommend that people know before they come to twin for the first time, let's say? Like if you're gonna say, say I'm brand new, dude, just showing up at the bridge, never been here before. What would you say? I mean, I know exactly what you said to me, more or less. But what would you say to another guy like that? You know, uh, try and contact one of the locals or one of the experienced jumpers that are there, and that's kind of usually pretty easy to do because there's a lot of jumpers. Mm-hmm. Just, you know, you can they're just hanging out right by the bridge, by the packing area, and you know, at least you know, talking to somebody about the bridge and kind of the way to access it and which is really easy and then the landing area it's pretty big that's the thing it's, it's tough about the bridge it's so well known now and like there's a ton of information out there so it is kind of easy not to really need to do that type of thing yeah yeah well and i guess it, it varies because i like uh, i've dropped pins for guys uh in uh Germany, but well, for for objects, but they were already pros, you know, come passing through, and I was like, you don't need me there to like, you know, put a car down below and then hike out and then do the jump, get in the car, go, you know, like that's all they needed, you know. But uh, you know, when I turned up the twin, I needed a lot more than right. that. You know? A lot of it's like, what kind of winds are good to jump in. <clears throat> And yeah, how to how to get out because there was a guy that jumped kind of late at night and ended up dying down in the canyon of exposure. Yeah, cause he froze, right? Yeah, because he couldn't find his way out. He kind of went the wrong way. Because that was, I mean, that was circulating when I first started going there. Yeah, so it was, that was like 2008, 2009, maybe. Right. When it actually happened, like because mm-hmm. yeah, right yeah. before I got there. So and you, well, and you know how like base rumors start. Like I heard he was like on acid or something, or like maybe wasn't capable of uh, finding his way out. Like right, like knows? I heard he'd been at, like kind of the outback like, before, partying a little bit, drinking, first time there, yeah. that type of thing. Jumping at night, yeah. Who knows? Yeah, and I've definitely jumped at night there yeah. because it was like, oh, the winds are finally dead after being at the outback because you could sit at that one part of the bar and look out the window and see the flag you know yeah, kind of lean back trees, a little. Like, yeah yeah the trees doing so look at the indicators yeah and you're like oh it's good yeah. let's go <laughs> finish your drink we gotta go right. <laughs> maybe not the best idea yeah. that's a nice thing about base jumping it's yeah it's on you i mean it's, you have to live with the de- well there's no rules again there's guidelines right you may not have to live with your decisions yeah but others <laughs> others <probably>. will <laughs> Which is why it's important to, you know, yeah, respect it. Right. And that's kind of the biggest thing in my mind is like kind of respecting the bridge, mm-hmm. respecting the area, like treating the local people of Twin Falls with respect and not being a belligerent person. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just being respectful of the area. Yeah. Yeah. I hope it stays open, you know, for it a should. long time. I mean, time. that's like, the thing. Twin Falls, I mean... It, most people in Twin Falls really like base jumping and mm-hmm. watching parachutes. I mean, it's a huge tourist draw. 
because it's really easy to see. It's right there at, at big, you know, the tourist center, basically. Yeah. You know? yeah. Well, I mean, the the visitor center is right there. That's what it's called. Yeah. 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 I love going in there and like putting my little pin on the <laughs> on the, the map. I, I'm not sure where I'll put the pin this the the next time I go. You know, because I always used to because there's only usually only like one or two pins on Hawaii, and so I always love putting my pin on Hawaii. But it's like I've been gone so long. I'm not sure I could. Use the Hawaii. I think you're gonna have to put it on Germany now. Probably gonna have to put it on Germany. It's where you're living now. Yeah, Deutschland. <laughs> but yeah, but I mean, that's what it is. But yeah, there's so many, so many nice things. Uh, the people at the tourist center or visitor center are, are great. Uh, it's all, that's all volunteer run, right? Correct. Right, and they take uh, they do take donations to help keep the place like running. Uh, that's a question form posed as a statement, sort of. Right. Uh, well, there's the chamber, like the chamber of commerce offices yeah. are in that visitor center as well. Okay. Are there ways to contribute toward the that thing? You know. Um. Uh. Well, we. Like, what was it two years ago? Year yeah maybe year and a half two years ago we kind of started a thing kind of like base jumpers giving back where we tried to get some where we got some donations kind of about like sixty five sixty five hundred bucks to nice. help redo the kind of the packing area the grass area by the bridge because it had kind of gotten eh, a little destroyed a little bit mm-hmm. because they'd kind of redone that area and resodded the whole spot and then. Kind of it got too much traffic too early. Like the, the grass didn't have a chance to really get settled. So there's some big barren spots, and then there's a picnic table there. There has a bunch of wear around it. It could be like a big mud puddle sometimes. You know, small stuff. But that's supposedly in the plans. We there had been plans to have like a, actually a shade structure kind of built over that area. Nice. But there's some engineering issues with it being so close to the the rim. That the, now they're just gonna pretty much pour some cement pads and resod it. Okay. So that's cool. So how long did it take you to raise that much money? Uh, I'm trying to think. I don't know how long it took. Could yeah. you could join us, Miss Corinne. Yeah. Not sure on the time. It wasn't. It. It was like six months or so. Okay. Well, that's pretty good it. though. Yeah. So, I, I wish it would. Everything had, would happen sooner, but like we're kind of letting the chamber kind of do it at their discretion, and you know they're trying to drop the, the plans for the shade structure, and that's kind of falling through. So it's just you know mm-hmm. how it works. It's yeah, there's bureaucracy for everything. Yeah. You know, paperwork takes time, money yeah. takes time, people yeah. take time. I mean, you got to yeah. change opinions and hearts or whatever. Yeah. But then, like for the last what maybe four years. We've been uh, organizing like a cleanup, cleanup day. Mm-hmm. Okay. Like, usually around Tell us Earth, about that. Day, Earth Day. Okay. We'll, like a, I get like a big like thirty yard garbage bin, and we try and clean up along the canyon rim and down in the canyon by the bridge. And there's a lot of shopping carts that uh, get thrown over the rim there because there's a bunch of shopping. There's a shopping center there, right next to the canyon, and so you know people. You know, kids, you know, they're having fun. They like to go throw shopping carts off the edge of the canyon, see how far they can get down there. And so, 
we've been we've been pulling out shopping carts the last few years, but like this last year, there's actually fewer carts. Yeah. So, I think we're we're putting a dent in them. Nice. What what's some of other weird stuff you found down there? Um, there's like a big semi tire that was actually down down in there that we hauled up a couple of years ago. Hmm. Wonder how it got down there in the first yeah. place. Yeah. Was it like a ragged out, like an old no, one? No, it was kind of a newer, huh. like newer big tire, I guess. Yeah. Nice work. Yeah. It's like like bowling balls. And then there's like one little spot where there's like, I mean, pe- that's the thing. People used to just go dump their trash mm-hmm. in the canyon. They just dump all their trash inside the canyon, like back in the day, like way back in the day. So there's an area kind of by the bridge that was just tons of tin cans i mean it's just maybe we pulled out like bags and bags of just old rusted out tin cans and hmm. stuff like that wow yeah we i mean there's a jump here in louder room called dumpster how do you think it got its name i mean it's a, it's a dump. But, uh yeah people I, yeah people, I, I guess they used to just dump their trash down the back side of the hill yeah. uh, it's got and it's gotten a lot better but that's definitely one i'd you know, occasionally when like tourists come or they're like, oh, can we follow you down to a jump or watch you jump? So we don't go to dumpster when there are, you know, non-jumpers. So we take them to the cleaner hikes, like the prettier ones, we'll see the nice stuff. Mm-hmm. But yeah, there's there should be a air conditioning unit down there, or no, excuse me, a big ass water heater with like the my old like Aloha Base Crew sticker next to a Safish sticker next to. It's, it's become like a little spot. I haven't been back there in a minute. Maybe it's still there. Maybe it's not. Who knows? Who cares? <laughs> but yeah, that's cool that you guys do that. So you said that's Earth Day? Usually. Around Earth Day? Usually around Earth Day every year. Don't you guys have like a sort of a your own like twin bridge day sort of thing? Is that, is that uh, still going on? No. I, Miles used to have an event, the Prime Bridge Festival. Okay. But that, I'm trying to remember when the last year was. It's been three or four years. Has it? Okay. Yeah, it's been a while since he's kind of had that going. Yeah. Um, it's still kind of like a little festival, but it's not as big as it was. Base gotcha. jumping's not really involved. Mm-hmm. But it was to help benefit, like, kids with disabilities. Very cool. Yeah. Yeah. They do, like, a superhero fun run with all the kids and stuff like that now, so. Nice. And he's been known to like dress up as Santa and do other jumps yeah. and stuff, right? For uh-huh. the, for the community, that's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, I'd like to get him on here one of these days, like uh, if the timing works. But like now, it's like I don't I don't uh, schedule anymore, like because it's it's a little bit of work, and and it's and I don't like pinning people down to uh, a time when you know, especially when weather could be perfect for jumping. Mm-hmm. So uh, so yeah, it's like uh, I it's all targets of opportunity now you know when i when i get somebody so like with you random yeah because even i gave you the opt you know like the option to like go fly or something because it's it's pretty nice outside right now flights in this morning which is nice yeah yeah i'm glad you did that yeah yeah it's uh, i'm glad lewis took care of you yeah shout out to lewis yeah lewis he's the man yeah i'd like to get him on here sometime too but yeah so twin now you're in Lauterbrunnen. It's so funny. I didn't realize that you'd never been here before. Like, cause you're one of the people I kind of like regard, you know, look up to cause of where I was when I met you, you know, if that makes sense, you yeah. know? And but so I was, was like, just wait, you know then too. I didn't know that you had more jumps than me. You know, like I didn't know anything. You had a logo canopy. Oh, <laughs> that's right. Yeah. So, 
I remember being there one time and uh, somebody was doing an FJC and this kid was like, uh, yeah, I can't wait. You know, I'm going to get my uh, sugar-free Red Bull sponsorship. He was literally still on his first jump course talking about his spot, you know, Red Bull, sugar-free Red Bull. Because nobody, no, nobody represents sugar-free Red Bull right now. I was like, maybe learn how so. to pack correctly on your own. Right, survive your first jump course. In right. <laughs> let's, let's, yeah. But he, I had no, I didn't I had no business uh, judging back then. At least he was on a course. <laughs> Right, like I just learned how to jump objects until I had accumulated enough mm-hmm. objects to sort of apply. But you had the, mentors. I did. I had. That's I, the that's the point. The, I had people looking out for me, even when I didn't know they were looking out for me. You know, so and for most of them, I've had a chance to to thank them. Oh, thank you, Miss Corinne. Yeah, I've had a chance to thank most of them for what they did because. At the time, I didn't know, you know, that, that I was being babysat or or not baby, babysat's not, probably not the right term, but just Look sometimes you just need someone to put an arm around you and be like, let's go to this exit mm-hmm. and then see how that Show goes. Show you the ropes. Yeah. Yeah, I was, I was very fortunate to have a good enough network of friends that knew other people that could be like, oh, you're going here? Talk to this guy. And then that guy, like, you know, looked out for me, so it was... Yeah, and you're in, you're in that crowd, so it's uh, appreciate it. Thank you, Mark. Well, you're welcome. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. That was one of the the last conversation I had with a dude named Rami. We were talking about this last night. It was uh, this was long before the podcast, but he uh, he gave me the keys to the valley and like just took me to every spot. In fact, I think the only one he didn't take me to was High Nose, because uh, his argument was that that uh, the ramp. Or high ultimate with the ramp is safer than high nose, and I, I, I see the I see the argument I see how you'd argue either way, but um, he took me everywhere and uh, I got to see him at the Arizona Boogie. And that was the last time I saw him before he died, but I, I got to uh, thank him and tell him I knew what he was doing, and I kind of do that now when I yeah. when I have the chance for other people. Kind of paying it back, right? Yeah, paying it forward even you know, yeah. in some regard. Or, yeah. That's cool. I have to take a piss. Do you mind if we do a quick break? Okay. You want to do a quick break? break? I'm down for and that. And we can come back and maybe do those questions, the the four questions that right. I sent you ahead of time. Yeah. Have you thought about a question for the next guest? I have. Cause so, so this is a chain reaction that we're going to do. Okay. So your question, I'm saving it, and then the next guest I have on, I'm going to ask that question, and then they have to answer it and then ask a question. So it's kind of a living uh you know, thing going forward. And uh, this is actually Julian Deplige's, uh idea. He's a British-based mm-hmm. jumper. Yeah, um, I met Julian in China when we were jumping a bridge over there. Very cool. Yeah. Tell, before I go more about the question, tell me about Julian in China. Or tell me about China because I, I haven't been there yet. That's on my list. Uh, it's a wild place. Yeah? Especially for a little Utah boy like me. <laughs> no, but it was, I mean, it was really eye-opening. It's great. It was a great experience to be able to go over to uh, to China and jump the Balingay Bridge. Yeah. yeah. The Balingay. What what event was that for? Uh, it's just the Balingay Bridge event. Okay. This guy Stephen Mueller that organizes it, and like Johnny Utah had a spot and he couldn't go one year and gave it to you. Gave it to me and very cool. Was just astounded that I 
was able to go. And mm-hmm. so I went there two years. Been there two years, which is awesome. I wish I could go back. So hopefully, if it still goes on, and yeah, I'll, I'll get to go again. Yeah, I had uh, Wings for Love was on my radar, and uh, was the World Wingsuit League goes to China. Like, yeah. um, but it's good to know there are other uh, events out out there because yeah. I'm not. I don't know if I'll ever get invited to one of those. So, <laughs> but I do want to jump in China at some point. That's yeah. that's very cool. Um, we said China, and then what? Oh, Julian. Yeah, yeah. So Julian, uh, he was on one of the first episodes that I actually released. And still, you know, figuring out what I want to do. So uh, I'm actually going to see him in Rotterdam next week. So I, I asked him if, if he wanted to come back on now that I have a slightly better footing with, with what's going on. And uh, uh, so we're, we're going to do another one uh, during the Rotterdam base event. Um, so by the time, as this airs, I'll probably be on my way to, to Rotterdam. Hmm. And since I'm not jumping... And it's like I'm setting the equipment up in our little Airbnb, and I'm just going to drag jumpers in and make them talk to me. <laughs> Could be ground crew. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, and I told Andrew, or like... Exit crew. Yeah, absolutely. Like, I, I, you know, it's, I'm pretty sure this is the first event, the base event he's organized, and so he's going to need help. I just don't know where he's going to need it yet, but I'm, I'm, I'm prepared to, uh, uh, you know, be extra hands or extra eyes or whatever he needs. Um so and hopefully if he chooses, you know, they, that could be a continuous, you know, an event. So I love to see more events happen. You know, it sucks when they start, they go away, or you know, but hurting base jumpers is whew, that's work. Not easy. No, but, but it needs to be done. Yeah, and Julian did it too. Julian did the Blackpool uh, uh, Air Games for I think at least three years, and uh, I think he's working some other stuff. Hopefully, fingers crossed. But yeah. Yeah, we need people like that out there to promote the sport and give jumpers another like safe opportunities to go jump objects legally. Right. Yeah. So do do you still do a lot of the bandit stuff? And I say still. I mean, well, I, I never just, did a ton. You know, probably because of like job. Like, yeah. You know, I did. Well, and you have twin right there. You know? And that's another. I mean, got great jumps all around. I don't need to go mm-hmm. do bandit stuff really. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's fortunate. You know, because like I was squarely in that bandit crowd for the longest time, because that's all we had in Hawaii. Right, that's your environment. You just yeah. kind of have to work within your environment. Yeah, but I just naturally assume that when I when I'm talking to an American, that they have that bandit in them. You know, because it's like yeah. most have to break the rules to to do it. You know, some bandit loads yeah. here and there. Yeah. All right, I'm gonna take a piss. All right. <laughs> break. Alright, are we back? I think we're back. Yeah. Miss Corinne, there were a couple of things that we wanted to talk about while we were taking a break, and you were going to remind us. Helicopter, yeah. Helicopters. So so back to the twin stuff, some things that people need to, or should at least know if you're going to go to Twin Falls. Boom. Take it, Marco. Right. Uh, Air St. Luke's. Helicopter service. It's like, what, 55 bucks a year? Okay. And if you get hurt at the bridge, they'll come pluck you out of the canyon. And, and there's no, uh, so that 55 bucks is basically insurance, right? I right. Mean, it's a type of insurance. Yeah. Helicopter insurance. So I was at in Twin one of the times, in, in the, I like to call it the dangerous <laughs> period, 
uh, and a dude, I'm going to forget his name, it's probably best, he, not that many jumps, former, or uh, he was a motocross or dirt bike dude, one of the, a crossover sort of athlete, right? Mm-hmm. It was like his 20th jump at the bridge, and he was doing a gainer off the railing. Oh, Johnny James? Yeah, that is, I know it was Johnny. I was. Yeah. I might have to do some beeping in here because I don't want to. Yeah. I, I am conscious of calling people out, and this yeah. isn't a call out, but so he over rotates, uh, basically goes in with nothing but a pilot shoot. Like I've yeah. watched the video a thousand times, yeah. and uh, so me and another friend jump down and uh, pull him out of the water. And like he had, he had a, a dude down there with like a red camera, and I was like, oh, it was like like a like whoa, that's an expensive ass camera. Mm-hmm. So it was like, oh, this is some serious stuff going on. But uh, so we were pulling him out of the water or getting him to the edge. Somebody else called the boat, and uh, we we got him out of the harness. So they 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 brought the helicopter. I can't. I don't think he got in the helicopter, but me and the other guy that jumped down with uh, to uh, uh, respond. I guess you could call yeah, it. First respond. It was so funny because I ate shit on landing, like because we were we were trying to get down there so fast that like I totally spilled. And like Dukes, this is back before I knew Dukes personally, like well, like I, he was like giving me shit. He's like, oh yeah, they're gonna need rest. The rescue help's gonna need rescued. <laughs> but I mean, it was close. But we got to basically the helicopter came, and the pilot was like looked at me and and the other dude, and we're like, he's like, so do you guys want to ride to the hospital and go check on your friend? We're like, I mean, if that's where you're going, sure. <laughs> and so we we got to ride in the helicopter out of the uh canyon and then went and went to the uh what's the name of the hospital right there in the the main one like it's right? st luke's yeah, yeah it's st luke's so we <laughs> uh so we got to ride in the helicopter it's pretty fun i i would encourage you to buy that insurance because <laughs> um, even when i broke my leg the first time uh, the only time in twin but the first time i broke my left leg uh i didn't know about kathy the boat lady uh, the River Angel. I, I didn't. And now there's I a River Angel too. This guy Rich Rigdon. Rich, who's out there. He's been out there more regularly than Kathy because yeah. Kathy's just been kind of doing some other stuff. But yeah, kind of they're both out. Now. So so there are boats there are uh, that can come get you. And so I hobbled out and I separated the lower half of my leg from the top half of my leg by five millimeters, uh, doing that little hobble out. So there are options if you if you go to Twin and yeah. like the, you have an, an incident if you, you have a, a you get hurt. Mm-hmm. Um, now I'm I'm just learning about this uh, helicopter thing. So do you? And I I I'll, I can do some research to get like the link or whatever you need right. to like we actually. Can, we can send you the link for your yeah, show notes. Check out the show notes. We'll we'll f- that way it's when you're going to Twin you have that little just in case because no one wants to use it, but if you need it it's better to have it than not right. Right. It's kind of like people with guns, right? The, their philosophy: I'd rather have it, not need it. Exactly. Maybe. Uh, sorry, I was just—I was, ju- I was just in and North not Carolina. Need it, and need it and not have it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Anyways, sorry. <laughs> so, Marco, we have come to the point in the podcast. Well, the tough Where questions are coming up. The guaranteed oh, questions. Oh, I feel like I should have some fancy music or right. like the questions. I don't know. We're, we're gonna work on that. Gonna, gonna have to work on that, but um, 
Do Do you care what order we go in, or do I? No, I don't care. All right, well, so we'll go in the order that I choose. Okay. Uh, so, what do you listen to podcasts? What What are you listening to? Yeah, I listen to podcasts. Sometimes I'll listen to podcasts to go to sleep. Yeah. So I like, like this one. To part of them? No, <laughs> not this one because I want to hear everything. <laughs> this one I listen to when I'm like driving or when I know I'm going to be always awake. You don't have to flatter me. It's fine. <laughs> you know, going to the room by myself. <laughs> Oh, Box really? of Kleenex. What, you know. what are you doing by yourself? <laughs> Listening I love to my the, voice. I love the sound of Randy's voice. <laughs> <laughs> Makes me feel good. <laughs> I hate my voice, but it is. So, so, so podcast. What are, you, what are you listening to? Uh, so I listen to Joe Rogan, Bass Life. <laughs> Touche. Uh, the Moth. Ah, I just bought the book. Um, there's the the mock where the storytelling. Yes, the storytelling. Yeah, I yeah. just bought. Uh, I got a book. Yeah, there's. Um, I didn't bring it with me because um, it's part of my morning routine. I read, uh, like, try to read a story before I, oh. after I do my yoga right. and bullshit. The moth. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, Tim Tim Ferriss podcast. I'll add a link to the moth uh, to this yeah. for sure. Yeah, it's um, great. There's some I, really I, I, good stories and yeah, just. Things about life and well, and it's partly the art of storytelling, right? Right. It's like how to tell a story. Yeah. So that's that's why I got the book because part of what I'm trying to do here is that, and I, you know, it hasn't helped me at all. But read and improve yourself. <laughs> I don't know. No, no. I just want to be able to tell a story better or or yeah. pull things out of people, and I'm I'm hoping that book will maybe I might get a tidbit or two from that. Yeah. Yeah, cool. what else? Um, stuff you should know. It's kind of a fun That's one. That's a good one. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, I'm trying to think. And I listen to a few like professional type stuff, like for physical therapy. Yeah, kind of works work stuff. There are a lot of physical therapy type uh, podcasts out there. Yeah, there's a few gurus that have a lot of good information. Yeah, kind of stay updated on things. One of the first podcasts I really got into was uh, Skydive Radio. Yeah, I mean. When I first started Shout skydiving, sky when, I, when I first started skydiving, that was just came out. So it was like it was really beneficial to to me being a new skydiver. The, they had the the sticker, the jump more, bitch less. That was skydive radio. Yeah. I'm pretty sure, right? Um, that might have been. I'm pretty then. sure that's the sticker I got from them. Maybe. I hope not. If it's not, sorry. But anyways, yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they've been around for a minute. Yeah. And respect. Yeah, them. I remember like Steve Stump came after the. Um, bridge one year and I got to meet him. So that was really neat. He's a great guy. He's a stud. Good guy. Yeah. That's cool. So, uh, oh, my phone just went to sleep. So we, we touched on it briefly, but tell me about your history of injury. History of injury. Getting I have, hurt. Again, like I've kind of been, I mean, I'm pretty conservative. That's, that helps to a point. Um, most of my Recent injuries have been from, uh, well, air sports, speed flying, <laughs> kind of twisted ankle and my back. Those are kind of like the biggest injuries I've gotten. Like, I, don't, I haven't even gotten stitches. Really? Yeah. Golly, man. Yeah. I mean, I guess within base, I mean, I've broken my left leg twice. Yeah. But I've had so many broken bones just doing stupid shit. Yeah. You know? Like, well, I'm like. Begin with like physical therapy. People get hurt doing everything, or their lifestyle 
again, like, you know, I, mm-hmm. you know, sitting around all day or getting a car wreck or walking down the stairs and fall, like just things happen. Yeah. It's part of life. Do do you think that because you, you heal people or help people recover that maybe you're more aware of, of things before you do them or does that ever cross uh, your yeah, mind? Definitely. Like, you know, some of that like kind of, uh, being proactive about your health and mm-hmm. like, yeah. Trying to yeah. be fit before things or yeah, just being aware of the potential to get hurt and trying to minimize it. And that's the thing. All you can really do is minimize it. You can't ever avoid it. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's it, going it, to happen. Yeah. I mean, mitigate risk. I yeah, mean, that's, exactly. that's everything. I mean, that's risk that's, management. Yeah. Yeah. It's funny. Um, do you see something, uh, do you see a trend with jumpers or with, uh, active lifestyle people like with, um, I'm trying to figure out where I'm going with that. Uh, do you see a trend with, uh, like jumpers getting hurt? Yeah. Uh, I think it really, I mean, it's really all relative when it mm-hmm. comes down to it. Again, like when you're in a area that sees a lot of jumping, like here at the Valley or in Twin, where just mm-hmm. a ton of jumps get get performed, like, yeah, statistically you're going to have more injuries just because more things happen mm-hmm. in that area. So you kind of see a little bit more. Yeah. I think the, the tib-fib is probably one of the, like, it's the Scott Ever injury. Um, yeah, well, they, the, they have, like, a, there's, like, fractures named after, like, skydiver. There's a skydiver and parachute fracture, like, tip-tip stuff. Yeah. Like, comes from, like, military. What do they call it? There's, like, a, I'm pretty sure there's a skydiver's fracture and a... Oh, they just call it the skydiver's fracture. Or a, yeah, a parachute, parachute's fracture. To, yeah. I'll Google it. Yeah. Yeah, but but you could step off a curb and do the exact same thing if you don't you know land correctly. Yeah. So it's um, if I ever got hurt, there there was I'm prepared to if depending on insurance things I'm prepared to like be like oh I stepped off a curb. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. Well, it's like we're what we're talking about, like last night where Dukes is like yeah he gets hurt skateboarding. Yeah. Not jumping. Never gets hurt jumping. Yeah. <laughs> Dudes always hurt. No, not always. Love you, Dukes. <laughs> But yeah, yeah, that's a uh, yeah. I, I I think of the tib fib when I think of like the the jumper related accident or injury. Yeah. That or the back. I mean, but that's you. Those I are usually, common, very common. Yeah. So tell me about. Do you have a favorite book? Yeah, I you know I'm not a big book reader. I mean, I dabble once in a while. <laughs> My kind of go to for that answer is always this book I read as a kid called the giver the giver <laughs> the giver can you go into a little what it's uh, about? i won't do a very good job explaining because it it's been a while since i've read it they did make a movie about it is it by Maybe. the same name or do you recall what the yeah, name it's, it's, it's the giver it's the giver All right. like, uh, jeff daniels was sure in the movie yeah but it's basically it's like dystopian society where you know kids get like assign jobs as they get older and this one kid gets kind of assigned the job of like memories so he kind of gets trained and gets told like all the memories of the past that have been like hidden from all the other members of society because like the other society that's kind of almost like black and white emotionless type society 
And so he gets like all the memories of like color and emotions and love and joy and stuff like that. So it's kind of like the story of him like embracing that and how he deals with having the burden of like the memories of everything that have happened in the past. So yeah, that's a good, that's a good book. Very cool. Yeah, I'll have to check that out. I, I yeah. plan to read it now. Yeah. That's an easy read, I believe. I mean, middle school book type yeah. thing. All right. It should be refresh. <laughs> I don't know. I, yeah. I'm 33, but I read at a you know high schooler's level. Yeah, you know? that's me. Right. I'm actually not 33. I'm 36. Uh, <laughs> so uh, so this, this – uh, do we want to read Brenda's Beaver? I feel like we should add that. This is happening. Yeah. This is, is an on the fly. We're adding this to the list. Um, Corinne's going to pull up uh, a page from Brenda's Beaver, and Marco is going to try and read it now, without laughing. Like this laughing. in like a certain t- Okay, without laughing. Try Do your best to. Okay. I think I should be able to do it. Yeah. So, so. Brenda's Beaver is a children's book. Right. Is it not? But with adult themed, you know. It's, it's kind of this. And this, without the, uh, without the illustrations, it may not be as funny. Cause Brenda actually has a, uh, an animal with her in these illustrations. So this is just, you know, starting off page one. Brenda has a beaver and she's ready to confess. As soft and sweet as it may be. Her beaver is a mess. Uh oh. Page two. Brenda's beaver's big. Brenda's beaver's hairy. Every guy who sees it says that Brenda's beaver's scary. <laughs> Do you want a little more? Let's do one more page. One more. Brenda took her beaver for a swim down at the lake. By the looks that she received, she figured that was a mistake. <laughs> She stuffed that furry mound into a swimming suit. It stuck out all around. It was anything but cute. <laughs> all right, that is Marco's Brenda's Beaver yeah, uh, if you contribution. If you want to know more, look it up because it's 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 a pretty hilarious. If you need a laugh, if you've been feeling down, there, Brenda's Beaver. You need a book for your kid, yeah. you know, yeah. and you want to laugh. If you're trying to teach your kid about pubic hair, yeah. it's a great book. We would call that manscaping. <laughs> Do you manscape? Uh, yes. <laughs> That's a great question. Uh, probably not as regularly as I should, but however, I do. Yeah. Me yeah, too. That, that, and I get like the belly button hairs. So like I, yeah, I make a little trail to happiness is what I call it. Yeah? Yeah. See, I like to get rid of all of it because then it makes my, my stomach look better and yeah. It's kind of like a landing trip, <laughs> but it's a trail to happiness. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> All right. So this this is my favorite question, and also I think the hardest one. Um, but if you could do one more jump with someone from BFL, like, who would it be? Yeah. So I had a couple right off the bat when I when you told me about these questions, and um, settled on Johnny Flores. Yeah. Yeah, I got to meet him a few times. He hung at our, he stayed at our place in Twin Falls a few times, and man, that guy was just, just a 
great human being. Like, always made me feel better, just happy, just, I mean. Beautiful soul. Just, yeah. Yeah. Just, just amazing. I mean, I really, really wish I could spend more time with him. Right. Yeah. Same. And I was fortunate enough to meet Johnny uh, yeah. here. He was on a trip. Uh, Red Bull was paying for everything, so he had to, like, kind of be professional-ish. You know, like, he had he was yeah. working on some stuff, doing some training. And he met me and Brian. And we got so many shots of Sambuca that night. Like, I turned up at the Steckelberg landing area because high ultimate was still open or the ramp was still up and, uh, you know, shaking off a, a wicked hangover. And he sees us and like puts his arms up in an X and he's like, <laughs> no Sambuca. <laughs> like I, I ran over, gave him a hug. And that was the last time I got to see him. Was, yeah. Um, but we had so much fun. He, he was actually, there's some game where like you have to like, each person you draw a card. Wolverine. Yeah, where yeah, you, dr- you Johnny, draw a card. Johnny was telling me about it the other night. Yeah, he he would he would play that game, and we like I don't even know. Like he just had a way of commanding the group and like getting everybody to to participate and have fun. But yeah, he was a special character. I mean, he was yeah definitely a bright star in the community. Yeah. That's cool. Did you get to jump with him uh, outside uh, of Twin, or was it... No, yeah. just kind of Twin. See, that's so beautiful, though, that, like, that you live somewhere where everyone's going to go there eventually, yeah. you know? And, like, so you have the opportunity yeah. to meet people, you know, that you know, passing through. Yeah. And then, like, that's, that's so cool. Like, I, I feel fortunate to be in a similar situation, even though I have to commute oh, to get similar. here. But, you know, it's... Yeah, if... Because, I mean, if you guys, if you wanted to do a, a, you know, a podcast, a Twin Falls podcast or something like that, I would love to help you guys just, like, figure out all the stuff that that took me way longer than it probably should have yeah. to figure out. Like, I, I could hand you the, the for, my format for sure. Yeah. I'd be Give happy to do that. Give us the formula. Yeah. Yeah, and, and I could probably save you some money, too, because I, I made a lot of mistakes on equipment early on and you know so it's uh because you guys are there i mean like you chuma like jamie like there's some miles i mean miles has like the miles above like i I keep meaning to talk about that that show because it's it's entertaining like i I dig it oh yeah and then uh i think miles is actually putting on an event no kidding events so coming up in september like second weekend in september um, all right I can kind of um, want to maybe show notes or if I can pull it up. Yeah, we can throw up the dates um, for the if there's an event coming up. If, it, right. if the dates so are solid, doing, if there's uh, kind of like open base jumping competition. All right. September 11th through the 15th. It's like an accuracy comp kind of thing. Like, a, like yeah, heading performance and accuracy, okay. and you're kind of competing against professionals. Okay. It's kind of the gist I've got from it. I haven't delved into the details of the event. Yeah. Oh, I'm that's not, I, I like I'm the sound of that already. So. Yeah, the only reason I've ever done any good in accuracy comps is because the really good guys chose not to compete. <laughs> I'm not even making that up. Well, Lewis, that's Lewis Jones. I'm looking at you. the professionals. Yeah, oh, I like that. Like, it's um, kind of a neat way to kind of have it. If you could even do like a heads up, or say like one pro and two or three like uh, 
fun jumpers and then do like a heads up comp so or, or some sort of like you you have to do better to advance or mm-hmm. i like the idea like uh yeah curious to see how they define pro that's 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 a funny thing in our sport right you know it's like yeah i i mean because well, very few people not like professional competitions yeah. really it's not it's not that big a sport in the and, grand scheme of things and not that many people make their living from being a base jumper you know so that there are other things going on in life though you do maybe get paid occasionally to do jumps or have something worked out with a company right. but but how do you i mean so by my standard that's professional right like, yeah. once you receive money for doing what you love or jumping then you're a pro you're a pro so there's all levels too there you know. right but i know pros High level, low level i i know pros that also don't jump logoed canopies like i thought that was a standard for being a pro no you know like oh having no, anybody have a logo. can do that right yeah throw, throw an extra 500 bucks at a problem and you can have a, a right. you know a logo on it but it's just for looks <laughs> but but i mean it looks tax right off that type of thing yeah if i paid tax I mean, wait what <laughs> um yeah that's tight but so miles has an event coming up Johnny Flores. So one of the reasons I want to continue to ask that question is to sort of keep those people in our memories because like we're not all fortunate enough to cross paths with uh, everybody in the sport. And if you live somewhere like twin or somewhere like here, if you're here all the time, like you're fortunate to bump into a lot of people and not all of those people are going to be like the, you know, 50,000, hundred thousand follower instagram people but they're still beautiful and they're still uh special you know especially when you have like a nice like a fun evening and like you're talking you're having fun like and i I feel like it's important to share that uh, or like share have like share those moments or sort of give those people still live on through us in some regard you know that's how you how you keep them around is by yeah remembering them talking about them you yeah. keep them alive that way. Yeah, and so that's that's sort of the uh, the goal behind that question is to sort of remember the past or pay pay homage to you know those that that had special moments for us. That, you know. So thanks for sharing that. That's, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's really cool. Oh, oh, we almost forgot the last, oh. the final part. Thank you. Oh. See, there we go is there, again. Is there more? I got to so, do more? Jeez. So the, uh, the, spot. the the last, and this is how it becomes a, uh, uh, how this becomes a living podcast. I need you to come up. What's a question for the next guest, which might be later today, depending on yeah. what happens. But, schedule us. Um, but so I've been the thinking next about jumper, this. Which we don't know exactly who it is. This and uh, kind of ties into the whole Brenda's Beaver thing because I was thinking the question is, you know, what is your spirit animal, or what animal would you like to be? Like, if you could be an animal, what animal would you like to be and live as? If you could be any animal, if you could be any animal. What would it, what be? Would it be? And why? And why? And why? All That's, right. What do you say? I dig it. I dig it. Let's. Do you we'll, want me to answer that? Well, uh, go ahead. <laughs> but if uh, if you could be any animal, if I could be any animal. Now it's kind of a tough one because there's a few that I'd like to be. 
but given kind of the sports I participate in, I mean, I kind of would like to be like a raven or a crow, like like come back as one. I mean, just because they get to fly, they can soar. They're smart too. They're smart. So that's you know, I mean, that's kind of what I would Very like to cool. be. And that was one of my favorite movies growing up too, The Crow. So. Yeah, I haven't I haven't gone back and watched that in a long time. Well, thank you, man. Like this has been well, fun. Thank you. Yeah. I mean, it's been it's been a little challenging for me, but yeah, I, man, I've had such a great time. I really yeah, appreciate it, Randy. Like I thank you for pushing me. Yeah, my yeah. my pleasure for pushing you. <laughs> like, like it's funny because I'm always like ah, I don't because I, I understand like the, the like the vulnerability that comes with doing this kind of thing. So it's. Uh, Asking someone to do that is, is, it's even hard for me to ask, but it's, but, uh, when we go through it together, yeah. it's kind of fun. Right. I pre, I really appreciate right? it. I mean, I do. I mean, I mean, just listening to yourself great. in these headphones, you know, it's kind of like, uh, it's a little weird, right? It is. Yeah. I mean, I, I kind of actually like my voice a little bit better now. <laughs> I, I <laughs> always liked your voice because it sounds the same to me, but, <laughs> but like the funny thing is like what you hear coming out of your mouth. Versus what you hear in headphones is like slightly different, right? Right. It's just so a it's, little, uh, it's a little unfamiliar, and it's uh, it's fun, but it's a uh, it's a it's it's yeah. There's that comfort zone thing, yeah. and so thanks for saying yes, so to speak. S- yes. Say yes. Say yes. See if I can get you to say yes to some shots later or something. Yeah. Let's go <laughs> some shots. All right. All right. Among well, other things. Right. <laughs> this has been a base life podcast. Thanks, guys. All right. That's it. All right. If you want to know more about our guests, just check out the show notes. And if you want to give us some feedback or reach out to us, you can hit us at baselife2014 at gmail.com, facebook.com backslash thebaselife, and on Instagram, we're at base.life. All right. Thanks.